Oscar Poker. That. That's just where Paul Giamatti won over Johnny Depp twice. That, that category, or Colin, Colin Farrell, Colin Farrell won for <laughs> Rouge, and no one saw that coming. There's a lot of things like that happening in that category. I know, but the, you're, you're, you're talking about performances that were better. True. So, but you're also talking about, if you're talking about comedy musical, Kristen Wiig's performance in Bridesmaids is a comedy. No. It's a comedy, and that was a comedic performance. Oh, come on. I can definitely Williams see people. is so good, though. She's so good. She, she's good, but that, that also, how many nominations did that get? And underestimate the Weinstein Company's hold over the Golden Globes at your own peril. Yeah. Well, the only thing that's <laughs> rule the day. The, the only thing okay. going against Bridesmaids is that they didn't nominate Melissa McCarthy, and they were the only group not to nominate they Melissa McCarthy. So what does that tell you? didn't show up at the press conference. That's why. Is that what it was? Remember okay. the year of Desperate Housewives? The only Desperate Housewife who didn't get nominated for Golden Globe, just so coincidentally, was the only one who didn't show up for the press conference, Eva Longoria. Oh, okay. Well, guess who didn't show up for the HFP press conference for Bridesmaids? Melissa. And they punished her. That's wow. why she's not nominated. Okay, I didn't realize that. Okay. Wow, but but still, I, I feel like there might be enough support for it because it's a, it is a real comedy. Like I don't think it's going to win the the comedy musical category, but in the in the art. Gee, the you don't really? No, no, I don't. I'd love but to see it happen. I mean, but I know. But the thing I'm is, just kidding. But, but, of course, but the, we know that the artist is going to win. And... Yeah, of course. Yeah. The big propellant that uh, Viola Davis has had all along, going all the way back to that first one that she won the uh, thing at the I can't even remember now. Critics' Choice. Uh, no, uh, anyway, she is a really eloquent. Uh, heartfelt speaker and she's been building her case every time she says thank you she does a really when, excellent job uh, at it, so. contender speaks and they make you cry yeah. yeah I don't think Meryl Streep's ever made me cry with one of her speeches yeah. no. Viola no, Davis did though yeah but that's the thing she's Meryl got the Streep, compelling narrative yeah. Meryl, Meryl Streep's been doing it for a long time so you kind of feel like like that's not, why if she wins the Golden Globe, like, my readers are going to be all happy, but everybody else is going to be like, oh, really? But Viola's got sag in the bag because uh, help was sent to the full 100,000 oh members with the DVD. The uh, DVDs of My Week with Marilyn and uh, Iron Lady were not sent to SAG. Right. So uh, all of a sudden there, Viola has a huge edge. So whoever wins at the Globe may not matter because Viola will pull ahead at SAG. Right, absolutely. And the thing is also, the thing about the... The awards, the, uh, the broadcast film critics awards. The, mo- most of the ballots, Oscar ballots, were probably already in. It was like that would have to happen Thursday night, so probably Oscar ballots were already in. It's not going to affect the Golden Globes. It's not like what happens to the Golden Globes might affect the winner. These might affect the winner, like when the nominations go in. But I don't think it's going to affect the nominations so much, as far as we know. I mean, it'll help her when when they get the ballots and they say she gave a great speech. We want to honor her more, I guess. Do you think that uh, George Clooney, who I think is probably going to be the actor? Drama, yeah, I think he's going to get drama, it. yeah. And the, the sentence itself is going to be 
probably the winner, don't you think? It's going to be the artist for the comedy, uh, musical, and descendants for the drama tonight. That's, that's what we expect, but these things help. never go according to script. What help? But what could theoretically, with some believability, happen that would challenge either of those two? Artist is not certainly. Well, not I mean, lose I, th- I think no. I think it's possible that, that you know the help could win on drama. I think that you know there's this un- this huge enormous surge for okay. love for that movie that we're not uh, showing enough respect to. As evidenced by Viola Davis, it's not nominated. Just even look at it, SAG. I mean, I think it's okay. it's uh, the thing that, that screws up that theory at the Globes though is that it's not up for the best director. Right. Only three of the six movies up for best. Uh, Drama picture also have corresponding nominations for. Kate director. Taylor has always been the Achilles' heel, the weak link in this whole thing. All I, the irony right. of it all. But they That's love it. The Globes. Uh, yeah. It's a March and Hugo this year. Yeah. And, and if there's one theme at this year's Globes, it's that they went totally Clooney crazy. Right. They, he's it, he's got four nominations, and so you know how they love to give the director's award to a. Uh, a movie star like Mel yeah. Gibson winning for Braveheart right. and that changed the complete momentum of that right. year Sense I don't Sensibility think, won Best Picture but uh, he won what if yeah. Clooney wins there for director that's I right think so. I think you know I, I honestly think if there's going to be a, if it's not going to be Descendants it's going to be Hugo I think Hugo's going to get it because I feel like this, you know it's funny because if the artist is going to get for the comedy musical Hugo seems to be the be the counterpoint for that they're very similar movies about, I think it's about Hollywood be, yeah. Hugo, yeah. Hugo could win and uh, it's either you know maybe either Maybe maybe Scorsese will be. Is that a how's sympathy how's award because it hasn't done? No, it's well. not. No, not a sympathy. I think it's because, like like the artist, it's a, it's a movie that's kind of global because it's about Hollywood, love for Hollywood. You have all these foreign press in Hollywood. And that's it's not so really the last act anyway. is about love yeah. for Hollywood. The it's first two acts are right, right, exactly. They yeah. love kids it. in a in yeah, a train station kind of and uh, um, you know being chased around by Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, it's true, but it, but it has. But I think I think Hugo has like the kind of appeal to international press that like the artist does, where Descendants and Help might. The thing is, the the thing is that without the help, is that maybe the uh, international press won't have any kind of uh, resonance with that kind of with 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 this kind of issue in the South. I mean, the people out in in, in France and France and Israel—they love African American stuff in Globes. They're very very really okay. Did the Dream Girls win? I can't remember. Mm -hmm. Dream Girls won. Okay. At the Paramount party by the other the other night, Chris Tapley and I were standing, and and Stephen Gatos is there, and we uh, and I stopped uh, Andy Serkis who came by with his nephew or his son, you know, and uh, I was just telling him, you know, it's been many weeks, many months. I would love it if you, I just have loved what you did, and I think that it's one of the most significant things of the year by far, and I'm, and if nothing happens in your favor, at least know that people like us really think you've done a good Nice. You know. What do you say? F you. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit what you, you think. Uh, Where's the bar? Crazy, That's funny. That's what they all really think. Um, so, yeah, I, I didn't go to that party. Was Marty there, Martin Scorsese? I didn't see him. He should have been, of course. He would have been uh, sworn, yeah, so right? Wahlberg, Harvey was there. Kevin Costner. Yeah. Harvey and a Paramount party. They do a Weird. lot of ventures together. Yeah, right? Right. Right. No, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I skipped. I'm skipping all the parties this year. Big surprise. But I didn't. just didn't want to go. In any case, let, that we can just get back. I didn't mean to divert yeah. on to Andy Circus. There's nothing that's going to change uh, any Oscar momentum as far as either the best dramatic picture win or the comedic. It's going to just, it's not going to really have an effect. What you, what has an effect from the Golds is the acceptance speeches the acceptance and, the, speeches. and the energy and the soul. Right, right. That's what you propels. can go back yeah. to the year of Schindler's List when it looked like Liam Neeson had 
had the best actor in the bag, and right. Tom Hanks won for Philadelphia, went up, gave that emotional acceptance speech, changed everything. Yeah. Hillary Swank uh, stole the momentum with Boys Don't Cry uh, when she beat Annette Bening there at the Globes and gave that a magnificent acceptance speech. It changed the momentum. Mm. That's what we're hoping uh, will happen at the Globes this year to, to shake things up. Not to interrupt you, sweetheart, but uh, the thing is, is the difference with that is that back when we started covering this race, there was such a long period of time between the Globes and the Oscars that there was time to reflect. Mm. Now all the voting happens all at the same time. The DGA, the Globes, the Academy, everybody's voting at once. So you don't have the same sort of influence. That's why the Globes have lost a lot of their... And that was intentional when sure. they made the date change. That's why they've lost a lot of their um, mm -hmm. influ inf influencing power because... Mm -hmm. The Oscar ballots were turned in before the Globes are even being held. So, for nominations. Mm -hmm. It could change the winning stuff. So, so, what if, so if Meryl Streep wins the Golden Globes, it won't mean anything. Because Viola Davis will win the, the SAG Award. Yeah. And Sorry. she'll give another speech and they'll... they'll yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see. Maybe yeah. maybe the SAG will give it to Streep. The, the thing Viola Davis has over everybody else is she's playing an extremely likable, extremely right. sympathetic character. Yeah. If you watch The Help, she is just the heart of that movie, and she stands out. She's a character actor. She's been kicking around forever. She's in all the Steven Soderbergh movies. I mean, she's fucking paid her dues. Meryl Streep. Give me a break. I mean, yeah. But, come on, that, that performance is pretty amazing. She's playing. Uh, she's playing that's, that's really no, I, I, heads and shoulders, just purely on performance level. Performance, yeah. I mean, it's really. Amazing, it, it's a it's a know. pretty amazing performance, but it's Meryl Streep, and she gave an amazing performance she, she the year that. before in Julie and <laughs> yeah. She's coming she out with another one next year. I, I thought there's much, much more. Choice, I thought there's much Priestley. more. There's I mean, much more to mention. There's much more to mention to this in this role than there was in Julie and Julia. I mean, there's so much more to mention. I don't think so. To me, it's Hammy. I know, but there's a fundamental problem with the Iron Lady, and that's going to hurt it in the awards season. Not uh, pushing aside the fact that Margaret Thatcher is not well-liked. They're addressing that now with the advertising campaign by saying she was such a bitch. Right. But don't we love the bitch, right? Um, and, and a strong individual. It's that little handbag ad. That's yeah. That's just, what, it doesn't change the fact that everybody fucking hates okay. Margaret Thatcher still. But here's the problem with the campaign is that Meryl Streep never decided how she felt about Margaret Thatcher. The film never decided how they felt about her. And that is a huge problem. Most people take an opinion and a position on Margaret Thatcher. They did not. So you see kind of the same thing you saw in J. Edgar. You see a focus on the love story and her doddering around with her annoying dead husband in the background but Smaller. you never stop and go wow they're taking a side like they did with Queen Elizabeth yeah, Queen Elizabeth it was like yeah. we're rescuing you from the from the bad um, press you got when Diana was killed and it was right. unfair and we're taking a side and we're saying it wasn't like that it was like this you're you're they can't do that with you're, Margaret you're, you're Thatcher but you're talking about something which is not I don't think it's going to have a big effect on the Academy members who are basically you don't think so? Dude, uh, they lived so. through the Thatcher era. Are you kidding yeah, me? That's, that's true. They're liberals the, the, through the, the, and British, through the British ones, the American ones are not... I don't think the, the British, British ones are a problem, the and the American the ones are a problem. Anybody yeah. with half a brain, which you know right. excludes many of the people writing about film now, remembers Margaret Thatcher right. and takes a position on Margaret Thatcher, and that is going to affect how they judge her character, just like it affects how they judge Leo 
and Jay Edgar. They take a position on who Jay Edgar Hoover was, you know. I, I guess so, but if you look at, uh, let's say, look at uh, wins for, like, Monsters Ball and Monster, those movies didn't get any other nominations. They were all about the performance. Those characters weren't very likable. It's different. But they were all about performance. They were playing characters yeah. who You're taking the political stance. Like, you're taking the political stance on no, the street. No, they were defined. The I'm saying stance. that, that yeah. Charlize Theron knew she was playing a serial killer. Right. But and they were showing a little bit of sympathy for her. They're not showing Margaret Thatcher as a bad or as a good person. They're not. They didn't take a side. That's the problem with the movie and the problem with the performance, in my opinion. I like, so, I like to hear some of Academy members actually say that that they're, they're, the problem with the movie is the political side of it. Because I think, I don't know. Well, what I, did I, think, I just say? I think, I think you're more political. You're, than you're misquoting what I just said. Yeah, I, I didn't say that they She's didn't take about the a movie. You're talking side. about Thatcher. You have two conversations. Right, right. I'm talking about the movie didn't take a position <laughs> right. on whether they were pro no, or anti. I, I understand that, but I think you're taking political stance on their underperformance rather than. The performance stand with the fact that it's amazing. You can't separate actors. the two when you're talking about Oscar voters because they vote for who they like. They don't vote guess, for we'll just see, yeah. the performance. We'll they loved Idi Amin when they gave it to a force winner. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> no, but he was playing a bad guy, yeah, unequivocally yeah. a bad guy. Right. They took and there side. was no doubt about it. They didn't sit there and make you look at Idi Amin and his doddering old girlfriend and, oh, I feel so sorry for Idi Amin. Yeah, look, he's in love. Yeah. No. I liked it. They I liked said he was a fucking asshole. They didn't do that with Margaret Thatcher. If they had, you might be looking at an Oscar win, and you still might. I can't say I don't know for sure. I'm saying that was a problem for me watching the movie. They, were, they didn't take the a The whole song. old naggy thing was about sympathy for anybody who's had, whose life has diminished, and she's, and she's a yeah. pale shadow of her former self. If, so that was what the whole thing was, trying to be a sympathetic right. gesture towards her. And they were saying, here's a portrait of a person. You be the judge. Well, yeah. you can't be the judge unless you take a political side and know about the story already. And then by that time, you're already saying, well, Margaret Thatcher was a fucking murderer. Yeah. She was anti-union. She was anti-woman. She was anti-family. The movie doesn't address any of them. Yeah. It does a little bit. It shows that people hated her and were mad about her. But She's anti-family because she was, had testy relations with her daughter, you mean? No, no, no. Just just the, <coughs> the, the, the things she stood for politically oh, to me yeah. were... Um, you know, that they didn't support the family. I think that, that, yes, on the one hand, you can have a bad opinion of Margaret Thatcher. Uh -huh. But if the film addresses that head on and you watch the movie and it, it makes you stop and think about it and you look at it and you go, wow, she was, a, you know, she was a like Like, a good example of this is Nixon, Oliver Stone's Nixon. That, to me, was a great portrayal of a, of a very complicated person. Yeah. Because it showed that he was running from his demons. It showed his good side and his bad side, but it took absolutely took a position because Oliver Stone, you know, is a political guy, and his movie was a political statement about Nixon. Mm -hmm. He didn't portray him 100% as a bad guy. He gave us some sympathy into his character because how can you sit there and watch a movie just about a bad person? But... There was no question as to who Nixon was and where the film stood. Right. Stood on the right side. What, what, what did Anthony Hopkins win for that uh, performance? It doesn't matter if he won or not. I'm not I mean, I'm talking thematically. I'm not talking yeah. about whether he but won. I'm saying if they, they take a stance on it and they, they still didn't, it didn't matter to them. I, think, I never yeah, said Meryl Streep yeah. was going to win anyway, so it's okay. besides she the point. She has 29 years. Come on. I'm talking to you about <laughs> yeah. what I think that the problem with the film with was. The film is, the yeah. with the but I think that I, I think that, that the people who are voting for the, for the at least not, not maybe not the Golden Globes I think for the, for the people in the Academy there won't be as many people. Voting how do you know? I, I, <laughs> I mean, yeah. not to be mean yeah. or anything, Ed, but how can you possibly know? Uh, <laughs> I, I, how the hell do you know? Because I, I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I, I'm just feeling that's not going to be. But a I just have. I, mean, I, don't think, I, I don't think she's going to win. I don't think she's going to win either. But I think that. People are looking at it as before. People who vote in the Oscars are looking at the performance more. How do than they you are. know this? 
just just Based from, on just from, what? Just from past from talking to people who've seen the movie Academy members. It's really, it's not, Academy I, I've never talked. To, I've never talked to anyone about. I've talked to a lot of people about Meryl Streep and Iron Lady Academy members, and not one of them said said. Yeah, but I like the politics of the movie. Where it wasn't it wasn't clear enough on the politics. That wasn't the thing. They were talking about the, the, her performance, and they always always say great things about her performance. The movie, no one says that great thing. Not about the a movie. murmur of, of any kind about the politics. Never. Never. I mean, they they said that they had just problems. Means that the they movie. had a shallow conversation. Yeah. That doesn't mean it. You know, you didn't yeah. ask them. But no, we, 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 we talk about the sometimes the political yeah. people have an instinct. Don't even yeah. get into the you political have to, stuff you have at to a party. D- you have to dig that right. stuff out of people. And, and the Hollywood foreign press politics about, are already kind of screwy anyway. So, but yeah. when Academy members vote, they vote irrationally. We all know this. They're sitting mm-hmm. in a room. They vote on their ballot. They vote with their heart. Mm-hmm. They don't sit there and analyze it all out. But mm-hmm. when you are talking about voting with your heart, that's why I'm saying I think it's hard to connect to her character personally. And I think it's hard. To, but Viola Davis does not have mm-hmm. that problem at all. Yeah. It's easy to connect. It's easy to love. It's easy to think of her as a good person, as a hero. Yeah. And she's the only one where that's the case in all of the best actors. Okay. Can I ask about the, the best uh, actor uh, in the drama thing, which is uh, Clooney Pitt, right? Isn't that right. what uh, more like? Uh, I, I have this feeling that Pitt's uh, faded out because of the uh, the, the uh, BC... Uh, the, 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 uh, Critics' Choice. Yeah, Critics' Choice. Is that true? What's happened? The, the, I thought there was a bit of a surge with Brad Pitt because he won with so many critics. Uh, at Gold Derby, Pitt, uh, Clooney has 70% of the support, and uh, Pitt has 15%, and Dujardin has 15%. So it, at this, that's where we stand in terms of the support. If you divvy up all of our predictions, aggregate them, and, and train, translate the racetrack odds into percentages, now that may change, of course, dramatically after the Globes if Pitt were to win there. And they love, they love him. Uh, at the Globes, remember. He gave probably the greatest acceptance speech in the history of the Globes when he won for 12 Monkeys and thanked K.O. Pectate. But you said that the Globes are clearly crazy. They, they, wanted, they brought in... Yes, they did. Thing, I, so. I can't imagine him losing there. Yeah. The problem with Pitt is that, uh, in addition, he's got the stud problem, the matinee, male matinee star problem. Uh, these guys seldom win. But Oscars. that changes when they get older and they start having wrinkles in their face. Yeah, that's they? why Clooney is exempt this year. He's let the, the grays in his hair and he's he's, he's getting up there. But yeah. uh, the other problem with Pitt is it's a baseball movie and he doesn't. He's Pitt on screen. He's you know you just precisely why he it's a great. He needs a crying scene. George gets the crying scene. That's that's the heart and soul of that movie. Uh, yeah, and they also want Pitt to reward. Pitt has a crying scene at the very end. The feeling and the sentiment is that The Descendants has so much momentum right now in terms of, not that it's going to win, but that it's a second. And, and, and Clooney winning will be like a consolation prize for that movie, not maybe winning anything else. You know, maybe. It's possible. What about screenplay? What are they going to go for with the screenplay? Thank you. Good question. What do you think? Everybody else seems to think... I think Midnight in Paris is probably going to win there. Oh, that's what I think, too. I think Midnight in Paris is going to win. Yeah. I think it's pretty... Like they, they do yeah. differentiate, right? Original versus no, they, they, adapted. They're one category, five, five in one category. So it's like it's like that versus Descendants, and I think they'd probably go with Midnight in Paris. Hard to say though. Over right? the I don't know because I think they I mean, has Woody Allen won Golden Globe for a screenplay before? He won't be there. <laughs> he won't, he won't, yeah, of course not. Yeah. Well, they won picture for Vicky Barcelona, but he did not win screenplay that year. Okay. But this is a stronger screenplay, though, too, I think. Oh, I think. Yeah, yeah, this is my yeah. guess. And he's also on track to win the Oscar for the screenplay, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yeah. Is there any chance the Senate might lose adapt the screenplay at the Oscars? Sure, yeah. that's what the whole Moneyball thing Yeah, I know. I feel like the Critics' Choice is interesting. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I think Moneyball could win adapted. Um, but 
I don't know. I don't know. The star power know. of the Sorkin alien. They're going to respond to that, right? That seems to be, right? the, that seems to be the thing, yeah. It just depends on heading into the race, which Descendants or Moneyball, which one is stronger. Like, Descendants is stronger heading into the Globes because of Clooney. And maybe the Oscars won't like the Descendants as much. Maybe they will. I mean, Fox Searchlight is such a force to be reckoned with that it's almost like they get their wins anyway. Remember, um, you know, even if, if the movie is not well-liked, they still get they will still get their wins where they can get them. And one of the places that they can get it is adapted screenplay if, if it's not going to win Best Picture. You know, when uh, the Oscars were handed out, I know this is a this is just a little digression of mine, but when the Oscars were handed out in uh, for the, the 1989, I don't think anybody was uh, maybe taking two steps back and saying what an embarrassment it was to give it to Drive Miss Daisy. I think they went around the world in eight days. One, I don't think people were saying, what a terrible, my God, what have we done? But greatest show on earth. It's, but after the fact, people are amazed that people actually chose greatest show over, on earth over high noon, that, you know, well, certain things went. We this just, is certainly going to be with the case with the artist. Nobody wants to even well, talk about I, it. Well, I just but, have to say that, that yeah. it's possible because the New York film critics voted for Around the World in 80 Days. It was actually <laughs> yeah, they did. Uh, good point, good point. quite a strong film coming into the race, so there was no reason to think about the shame of it. That's it's funny. It's like, what, like a five-hour movie or something? I mean, it's one of those huge epics you just don't ignore whether it's a good movie or not. Um, but the artist, um, you know, I'm on the fence about the artist because I... I don't really think... I mean, I, I think you have to just sort of surrender to it because <laughs> there's no fighting it at this point. But If you, like me, I keep here's asking my, people... Here's my problem with it is when I ask my sister, do you want to watch The Artist? I got the screener. No, I don't want to watch it. Do you want to watch this? No, I don't want to see it. I have to talk people into watching it. Once they watch it, they go... Like my mom. Oh, that was yeah. a cute movie. Yeah. My daughter, I really liked that. Mm-hmm. My 13-year-old and my mom yeah. both liked it. So that tells you... As did I. Um, so... It's, 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 you know, the thing about the artists, it's fairly innocuous and that everyone likes it. They don't they either likes it or love it. There's not like people who really just... There's not someone who really comes... This is a terrible movie. I hated you know, it. No, nobody. No one. That's, that's why it's going to win. I don't feel that way either. Every, every, other, every, other, movie, every other movie has that kind of detractor. Yes, I would say absolutely. just this one tiny thing. He's hey, right about we that. all know what... what what our great uh, personal greats are, Pause we, for and the, the ones part. that are really good, <laughs> we, uh, we can, we can watch endlessly. If you, you have your ten greatest or twenty greatest, uh-huh. you can pop them in and watch them another two, three times. But a good movie lasts for repeated viewings. Just making a simple point. Has anybody here seen The Artist for the second time? Yeah, I've seen it three I've times. I've seen it three times. Yeah, I've seen wow. it three times, too. Well, I, I respect it. I watch it. It, it, I, I, it goes I, I, so far down on the you know, second You know, I, I, The Artist has problems, and it basically has problems in, like, the second to third act, but, I mean, it is, it's, it's such a... I mean, it's such a love letter to Hollywood. It is such a, It has such a nice story to it. There's, there's, there's so much to it. This is fun... I mean, I, I enjoy it. I mean, I enjoy, so you know. It's a Hallmark greeting card thing. It has no yeah, depth. it is it. not. It has got the highest <laughs> I don't think so, critical yeah. score at Metacritic and Rotten Tomatoes of all because the contenders for Best Picture. It's easy to like it. It's easy to like it. Well, I don't know. They like it. They love it. And the critics get the, the highest score. It wins. At some point in that movie, it hooks you. I'm not saying it won't win. There's no question As you're watching it, you're going, okay, this is fine. But Jeff, you're suggesting. be an embarrassment No, but Jeff, you are suggesting it doesn't deserve to win. And the critics disagree with you. Okay, I don't. I. I'm so sorry to have to say this, but I, and I don't want to be mean, but the critics this year, you know, <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> really, and what a bunch of idiots. I don't have any respect but, for the critics groups that have been. I mean, the New York out, Times so was so really pathetic don't. this year. A.O. Scott and Manola Dargis delivered the absolute worst set of reviews I've ever seen that newspaper deliver, and wow. to me, I've written them off. So here's the thing: 
we're not even looking at the critics this year, but we are looking at the power of the artist. And the thing is, is there's no denying that about two-thirds of the way into that movie, you're hooked into the story. And you can't believe you're hooked, but you're hooked. And you care what happens to these characters. And you, you, you can't take your eyes off of it. And you, you care what happens to Jean Dujardin, and you love the dog. I mean, these are characters you like. You can't help it. Is it the greatest movie ever made? No. Is it a really good movie? Sure. Yeah. Is question. it making money? No. no. Well, it's not, not yet. Not yet. It's, it's, it hasn't. It has been still a limited release, though. But I know, but who's going to go see it? Well, once, once, if it gets, if it gets the the Locker lost to go money before, before. Do you tally yeah. up how much the movie cost to make yeah. versus what it yeah. made at the box office prior to the Oscars? It's the only time an, an Oscar, a, a movie, had lost money before the Oscars. It, that proved that it's not about yeah. box office. If the Irish well, wins, problem- wins the Golden Globe on sun, uh, tonight, I guess it is. Uh, It'll expand on Friday, and it'll do really well next week. So. I don't think so. It's only at $7 million. The King's Speech was it's on. It's only at $7 seven, $7 million in, like, less than 200 <laughs> no, theaters. No, it's not. It's less than less 200, than 200 but I looked yeah. at the comparison box office, and King's Speech was, like, like a oh, yeah, rocket. And the thing is, is yeah. that's the difference, and that's that's what could hurt the artists between now and the final balance of the Oscars, is that if it doesn't, if people don't go see it at the box office, that will hurt it. Here's the thing, though. The Hurt Locker is ten times a better movie. Yep. And I believe fundamentally in preserving and promoting the American film industry. I don't, you know, the artist is fine, but it's a French movie. They're French filmmakers. I'm not going to be xenophobic about it, but we gave our, our Best Picture Prize to the uh, to the film that was rescuing, trying to rescue the UK Film Council. It was a British production, British director. Here we had all these visionary Americans, and we had to give our fucking Best Picture Oscar to a British production. And we're going to do the same thing this year. We're going to say no to all the great American filmmakers like Alexander Payne and David Fincher. I mean, give me a break. Really? Is that what we're going to do yep. again? That's yeah. pretty much it, Sasha. Yeah. Okay, that so... Sound very, you know that sounds very xenophobic. And then, you know what? <laughs> so the nationalistic uh, argument doesn't wash with anybody. It, right. ma- it washes right. with me. Okay. And you know what? They can kiss their fucking movie industry goodbye <laughs> because it will surrender to the fanboy, um, to the sequels and to the remakes yeah. and to the shit movies that are taking over the box office. The Oscars are the only things that can rescue it and to honor our adult film industry and we're not doing that and that's what they were designed to do and that's what they're going to fail to do for the second year in a row. Okay. I love the speech. (laughs) (laughs) Good speech. Sorry. No, it was great. Oh, so anyway, so, so, so plumbers unchallenged. That's the end oh, of that. Yeah, right? right? Oh, you yeah. play gay. Not a chance. If you're a straight guy, you play oh, gay, and you party. die a hideous death. You win. You know, <laughs> like Sean Penn gets though. shot. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I hate that too? movie. I do too. Beginners. But I love oh him. God, no, it's, no, it's no guys are gonna play gay. Well, let's see, how should we do? Oh, we'll, we'll have him wear a scarf, and we'll have him just flounce around. But wait, he's just beginning to learn how to sort of be a gay man, though, right? He doesn't really. So you're saying it's too obvious? I think the filmmakers think this is what an old man does when he becomes gay and they just follow all these stereotypes yeah. it's insulting you, you realize that's based on his father kind of right you know that right Mike Mill's father oh I didn't know that yeah Mike, Mike, Mike Mill's father came out right, well, came I'm out of the closet in the 70s I don't know if he wore those scarves <laughs> maybe he might he might <laughs> have he might have that could, it could be his, his father's scarves you never know, you know? but his <laughs> father you're just saying that a gay man would not uh, coming out in the 70s <laughs> Tom, a gay man coming out in the 70s would not uh, adopt a radically different uh wardrobe. He would pretty much okay. be himself. Is, what you're, is that what you're saying? I just didn't like the movie. I just thought it was pretty <laughs> I hated it. 
But I only liked uh, the parts with Christopher Plummer. The stuff with the girl, I was ready to just the dog, die. The dog, dog I would have killed myself to not have to finish watching. That whole Ian yeah, love life thing. Yeah. Oh my god. What about Tavia Spencer? Tavia Spencer is also definitely in. Yeah. She definitely wins the Golden Globes. I don't know about that. I'm, I'm on the fence. I know Viola for sure, but I'm on the fence. I think she's great, and I hope she, she wins. But I, I think the two of them are just going to steamroll it. Yeah, yeah. Viola and Octavia are going to steamroll it, and fuck you, Academy. One black actress in 84 years to win lead actress. Give me a fucking break. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, give it to Meryl. Give Meryl Streep her third Oscar. Go for it. <laughs> I think I think I'm going to go for a side bet with you on that. Although I shouldn't because I already lost a bet with Meryl Streep versus Viola. Someone else. So no, I'm not betting. <laughs> oh, okay. I bet this year. I just want the Oscars to be over. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they are. That's, 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 that's the if the artist wins everything, there's going to be nothing more boring than that. You should be. You should make that quote on awards daily. That should be a quote at the top. I just want the Oscars to be over. It should be there year round. Let's all go home. <laughs> That's why it is so delightful. I just want to say, uh, I say this every year, but I'm so grateful for the timeout that Sundance is for nine days. And you get so caught, you don't even think about what we're talking about. And it's lovely. It really is lovely. Of course, you jump back into it when the nominations Right. Happen. In the middle of it. Then it's like, oh, you know. Oh, God. The nominations are coming 6.30 in the morning. 6.30 in the morning. All right. Let's, let's imagine what, what could upset the apple cart right here. Here's one. Could this happen? Could Woody Allen win DGA? No. No. No way now. Really? No way now. It's a good question. That. But no. It's going to be But wouldn't that be cool if it happened and all of a sudden and this, this Midnight Paris thing took off over? No. It's going to be the artist, dude. All the way down Nothing yeah. can stop it. <laughs> But can Michelle win DGA? See, last year we said nobody could beat Fincher for DGA, and maybe the King's Speech will go all the way. Fincher had this thing. He had the TV crowd behind him. He came from TV, right? Can we just acknowledge that I did predict Hooper? I did predict Hooper. Everybody remembers. Okay, I remember DGA. But I'm saying that Hooper had the TV contingent, so when he won DGA, it wasn't too much of a surprise. Michelle doesn't have that. So can anybody beat him at DGA? Oh, that's a good question, Tom. What's the answer, Sasha? I think the artist still wins. Yeah. <laughs> but would you, who would read him? Like Scorsese? But I, don't, I don't know. I think, I think Scorsese's the best option. option second, but, and out of respect for him. But the funny thing is, that, that what, I think, uh, when do the DGAs actually announce? When's their... Of course, I would love it if they, if they, you know, if they decided to, you know, fix last year. <laughs> they won't, though. We know they won't. That's not going to happen. So basically at the awards, they'll say, and this is the issues you want to, and last year, we going back in time, was saying, you know, we did a recount. And I just, I hate to say that because I keep going back and forth. I thought for a minute Warhorse was going to maybe take over frontrunner position, no. but no, wait, no. I feel the undertow of the artist and I can't deny it. Like, I just feel it like a, you know, like you're standing in the water and there's a hurricane. Yeah. Like, but the help's going to win SAG Ensemble, though, right? So the help has that in the bag, though, right? The help yeah. will win SAG. Okay, what's going to win the Producers Guild? That's either going to be the artist or something that's made money. They're not going to do anything <laughs> distinct or vivid or on their own. They're just going to follow whatever the general. So they're going to be an artist. Sometimes uh, they go for Moulin Rouge or the crying game and kind of mix things up a bit. I wonder if it's going to be a mixed-up year like that or if it's going to be... Because when it was Slumdog Millionaire, that movie won everything. It didn't stop winning. The artist is winning stuff, but there's a little bit of pushback. There's a little bit of other movies that, like, The Descendants is pushing in a little bit. It's not like last year where you that. had... Where you had um, the King's Speech against these really Social strong Network. movies, Social Network, The Fighter, and True Grit, and Black Swan, all pulling and pulling and drawing votes. But the King's Speech was still. We don't have that kind of situation here. We don't have such a divisive uh-huh. group of yeah. films. Um, we don't even have a really passionate. Um, 
group for any other movie except the artist. Can right. you think of one movie that has passionate support in the race except maybe the Help? The Help. The Help's the only. The help the help's the only. Midnight but I think the Help. It. I think the Help more than Descendants. The help, help and Midnight in Paris more than Descendants. I mean, you've got to admit yeah, it's absolutely. weird. Like when it was Black yeah. Swan, that had its passionate support. Right. True Grit had its, and The Fighter and Social Network, of course. But nobody could beat The King's Speech. But still, yeah. this year. It's the artist. There's nothing True. else. The, the sentence has to win. The sentence has to win WGA adapted. It has to. You know, it has to win, start winning something. It has to win something at the Golden Globes. It has to be taken seriously. Because if Hugh, because if Hugo wins drama, and Scorsese it's wins winning, director, but it's Clooney. Clooney's going to win. Well, Clooney's, Clooney's going to win. Yeah, of course, he, and he's he's there. He's there. But, but to be taken seriously, to be seriously as best picture contender, still, it has to win. Either the Golden Globe has to win the Golden Globe. It has to win the WGA adapted over Moneyball. It has it has to start showing that. I don't know how you beat Aaron Sorkin though. I just don't uh, yeah, I know, but that's 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 the thing. And I think if if Hugo wins the Golden Globes tonight, the sentence is pretty much almost done. You know, if it, unless it wins the screenplay, but I don't think it's going to win screenplay tonight. So you mean if it doesn't win Best Picture, it's done. If it doesn't win, the, if it doesn't win the Golden Globe, if, if the sentence doesn't win the, uh, the drama tonight, the Golden Globes, I was under the impression that was something that was. Maybe a little more than like than half fifty percent likely, no? Maybe, but I'm saying if it doesn't, Hugo okay. could Hugo could very likely. I think Hugo at this point and Scorsese could come in there. And just if, take if Hugo didn't have the money problem hanging over its head, it would be doing a lot better. It's just that whenever people get excited about that, they immediately hear 150 million dollars are cost to make in their head, you right? Know? And that sort of diminishes any of the passion support it has because no one's going to support well, a movie that costs 150 million versus a movie that costs 15 million. The artist. You know, the artist right. does not have to go very far. Right. It only has to double its money from here on out to break even. That's nothing. Yeah. And from then on, it's profit. You know, yeah. Hugo will never make back its money. Yeah, but I don't think the Golden Globes are too worried about that. They might might affect the PGA or might affect. I'm not talking that. about the Golden yeah. Globes. I'm oh, talking okay. about Oscar. Oscar, yeah. yeah. No, I don't think Hugo has a chance. I don't think Hugo has a chance at Oscars. I mean, it's going to have the most nominations. I do. I think it has the best picture. Big chance. Yeah. No. All right, and then I the reason is you got okay. Fine, you could say that all you yeah. want. I'm not. Have I said once that anything is going to beat the artist? I, uh, Have I said that? No. Right. So I'm just I'm just entertaining the notion of Hugo. I'm not saying it's going to beat the artist. Okay. So people always, as soon as I start talking about yeah. the movie, they always go, "Yeah, the artist goes No, no, no. But, but I already not... know that. I'm, I'm setting no, that argument aside for a minute, and I'm saying I'm going to make the case for Hugo just for a minute. Okay. And what what makes the case for Hugo is that a lot of times, if a director keeps winning, Catherine Bigelow, Martin Scorsese from right. Departed, and another movie keeps winning Best Picture. Nine times out of ten, that director is going to push the Best Picture win all along with it. Right. I remember when it was Hurt Locker, everyone was saying Avatar was going to win and Catherine Bigelow. A few right. people toward the end finally agreed that Hurt Locker was going to win. Mm-hmm. Same with The Departed. Everybody said Little Miss Sunshine is going to win Best Picture. Departed's going to win Best Director. Right. I remember. I can go back and I can right. find you articles where people said that. Right. But it was always about the director pushing through. And if, right. if it ever turns into a situation where people are starting to celebrate Scorsese or Woody Allen or Alexander Payne, or any of these other directors, then there's a chance that another movie could surge. But, but that, that said, if Hugo wins if Hugo wins drama at the Golden Globes, and Scorsese wins director over Hazard of Vicious, do you think that's going to be the push that needs to, for him to get DGA, and for that to be, that be the push that gets... I think if Marty keeps winning, then, it's a, then Hugo becomes a threat, and that's the only way. Okay, so Marty has to win tonight, and possibly win DGA as well. Yeah, that's it. Well, if Marty wins tonight, that shows that the, that the Globe voters really liked Hugo. Hugo, right, exactly. Because yeah. I don't think that they're inclined to pick him because he's such a, a great director. I think they're just... Whereas the DGA might. DGA, might yeah. pay homage to this guy. You remember when Steven Spielberg won for Saving Private Ryan? It was like... Right. That movie wasn't so great, but they were giving him... Right. 
in the honor of this. And they were never going to give it to John Madden. John Madden, right, of course not. No. Shakespeare and Love. No, because no. who's this guy? He's a nobody. But it's changed. The DG has changed, though, because they've been giving the award to, to first only time. Only for or, Tom Hooper. He's the only Tom Hooper, but then Rob Marshall, he won for the first his first movie as well. Right, Rob Marshall won. Yeah, they're on the shit parade. They're not, they're not, they're not, <laughs> like, they, 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 for some reason, the DGA does not, they're not, like, like, the, like the Academy giving it to Clint Eastwood for Million Dollar Baby. Did he, did he win for DGA too? Clint Eastwood? I can't remember. Yeah, he did. Million Dollar Baby? Oh, he did? yeah. Okay, I couldn't remember, sure. okay. Yeah, that movie came in at the last minute, and it was undeniable. There was no other, that's why I thought it was going to happen this year, that there was going to be one movie that came yeah. in at the last minute. Right. To take over, but it never, that movie never, I thought yeah. it was maybe going to be War Horse, but War Horse nope. tanked. Nope. Dragon, well, Dragon Tattoo's kind of doing Dragon Tattoo's Dragon Tattoo's Dragon Tattoo's doing the last minute thing because it, it, it didn't get is, all the but it doesn't have the doesn't have emotional emotion. right. thing to the, the War Horse thing we say one more time the biggest <laughs> the biggest turnaround because I the, you, you I just want to there's a consensus here that there was a really strong this is probably no this really looks like it could go all the way this really has all the elements absolutely and do you know anybody who is saying anything other than this looks... I mean, we had our own opinions, personally, but as far as the general drift of Nobody's, the opinion... Nobody has any hope that it can win. I was surprised No, but before, though, were people... Oh, yes, the expectations, absolutely. Look, it had even won the Tony Award for Best Play. It had won... It, yeah. uh, I mean, the, the yeah. talent involved were all right. Oscar caliber. It looked yeah. inevitable. The really bad sign was when it didn't get an art director's guild. That guy's so famous. I oh, mean... Right. And then when it didn't and get cinematography, it didn't get that. Wait, did it start? Did it start? I haven't paid attention. Cinematography guilt didn't get one. Isn't that shocking? Even no. those, that is shocking. Even with those sunsets. That scenes. is shocking. Yeah. So for that not to get cinema, I mean, that yeah, means they true. hated the movie. No, no, yeah. no. I'm so sorry. And even though the Critics' Choice slipped it back in a little bit by splitting their cinematography award, the Critics' Choice, Kaminsky and they represent the, the early buzz of the race. So right. they've oh, got yeah. extremely loud. They've got Warhorse, and yeah. now that all the guilds have come out and those movies are basically shut out, if the Critics' Choice were voted on today, those movies would not right. show up. Yeah. You know? Is there anybody would like to say anything about any of the potential TV wins tonight? Is there oh, anything of any in here? Nobody cares. <laughs> okay. yeah. It's going to be Mad Men. I don't even know what's eligible. I have no idea. It's be a Homeland. <laughs> Homeland sweep. I have no so idea what's God, eligible. I'm, yeah. I was just like, forget the skip to TV. You know, yeah. Modern Family's never won a Golden Globe. Keep sweeping the Emmys. It'll be interesting to see if it finally picks one up. But okay. Sometimes the Globes on the TV side just skip over. They never rewarded Everybody Loves Raymond or Will and right. Grace ever. Never won a single award. So they they do their whole other thing on TV. But yeah, the comedy. They always they, didn't the Office, the British Office, win. Yes, the comedy, the yeah. Extra, they, 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 they always do, they always do, they always do like the, on the comedy side. They always kind of go really out there where people don't expect it. Which is, which, which is why bridesmaids might I think might. Oh, good lord! Good, 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 I hope up. that happens. Just a throw up. Bridesmaids to beat the artist? No way. There's only like 90 voters. In they, that uh, maybe not for the movie. Maybe not picture. Maybe Chris, <laughs> maybe Chris Wig over. I, I think I am going to vote for Anderson. No, bridesmaids. <laughs> but 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 hey, okay, but you know what? But weren't you one of the people who kind of weren't you one of the people who kind of said that thought Bri- of wait wait Sasha weren't you one of the people who said Bridesmaids could be a Best Picture nominee? Did you, I say that? You were one of the people I think who was saying that Bridesmaids could get a Best I Picture. I said it. I still think if, it can. It's over ten, ten at Gold Derby. I'm not even going by movie. Con- if I go by movie content, I say no way. I, I say no but way if, for that reason. I mean, if you think of the scene oh, come where they're sense of humor. Well, no. where, the, where Kristen <laughs> Wiig and, and, and what's her name are competing for the mic. I mean, that scene alone would kill its chances. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think so too. I think it's so party, too low graph for the Academy. That goes on way too long. It's like an SNL skit gone bad. But if you take out the content of it. And you look at just the guild presence of it in the box office, it's got to be considered. I mean, right. if, if you're going out to, like, 9 and 10 Best Picture nominees, you're going to have bridesmaids. Yeah. You don't get a SAG ensemble, a producer's guild, a writer's guild, 
and not show well, see, up. See, I, I can understand it being nominated. For, I mean, I, I understand it being uh, honored for the writing. I can understand the PGA honoring it because it made a lot of money. And, and I can see, I can see it getting a SAG because there's a lot of good actresses doing good work on it. I just can't see the Academy members going. That was the best. That was the best movie I saw all year. That's the best picture. That's where we need to. That's Some my number one slot. Going to number one slot. Women. Number one slot. You're gonna have 250 people saying that's the best movie of the year. That's Some my number people one. will honestly, because the reason is that it's 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 women, and it's um, 160 million dollars. Those two things alone. So and the plus, help. if they the help don't is also, like, they can just go with the help. It's the same thing, women and. Yeah, but the help million. has all the the baggage of being, you know, the, the social message, the guilt and trip, and, and all of this. Look. Uh, Bridesmaids is pure genius. It is the single most important day in a woman's life involving the man she loves, the family she loves, the friends. Everything can go wrong. It's brilliant. It's You look at that movie and you think, why wasn't this made before? It is so utterly brilliant. And yeah. we have underestimated it consistently in this Bride, awards Bride, Wasn't Bride Wars? Wasn't that the same movie? No, I, I, I only okay. underestimate it because of those those heavy scenes that go on way too long that just aren't funny, like that microphone scene and the cookie scene. And I mean... The Academy just doesn't often go for films that are that broad of comedies. They don't. They didn't. What? The Honey, they, didn't, girls. they haven't gone with black and white silent movies in 80 years. And suddenly they're going to do it this year. <laughs> no. yeah, but they it didn't has, go it for... It has all the stuff story-wise that Academy members go for. Any Anybody would go for That's it. true. That's true. Bridesmaids is. And I mean, think of all the great comedies that were overlooked for Best Picture I mean, over the years. The greatest comedies ever made were overlooked. This is a so good like comedy, but it's, it's wow. not a great comedy. Yeah. It's not it up there classic. with some of the best. Classic, yes. It wouldn't even make the top ten best comedies of all time list, I don't think. But nonetheless, this year you have to look at it differently. Its placement in the year this year makes it important. And I totally relate to it. The Kristen Wiig character, that's my life. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that uh, it's only two and a half hours before the viewing parties. We're not going to get to do our thing. The Beverly Hilton. I was going to drive oh, Ed around, well, it's but there's five no o'clock, way. But they say come at four. So wait, where are you going now? Fox Searchlight so has a viewing should, party. Should, should they say you can come as of four p.m. if you want. Why are you going to do that? I just thought it's kind of fun to watch it with other people and hear them make cracks about this, that, and the other. <laughs> and it's like Fox Searchlight talent, or. Uh, I don't know. I, probably not. It's probably just people that are invited. But the they're, they, like many others, are having their after parties. They're telling people to come at 9, even though the show is over at 8, for whatever reason. There's several uh, events. Do you guys want to wrap up this the show while, before we... Uh, yeah. How long have we been going here? 43. 44 minutes. 44 minutes. We usually That's go fine. an hour. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, you guys are cut out this part of it, right? You're going to edit some editing? <laughs> no. no? It all is no, in there? No, no, I'll edit it out a lot okay. of it. I mean, not a lot. I guess I'm on a record saying they're going to bring me as a guest. The fight that parties. you guys are having. This yeah. is great. I, you, know. you have to ask him. I don't go out to you. I don't yeah. Okay. You know, I was going to mention, uh, just, just a total small diversion... Uh, you mentioned Nixon. Uh, uh, Oliver Stone did a really, really great thing for me back in 95 when that was being made. Uh, they were about to strike the set, and I was begging Stephen Rivers, the publicist, could I please go on the set and just absorb the Nixon White House before you strike oh, it? Oh, God, wow. did you and, and Oliver Stone actually told them to wait one way to, to strike it. There's the entire uh, West Wing was built uh, to scale. Haldeman's office, Ehrlichman, Nixon's office, the oh Oval Office, the whole God. thing. Where, where, where was it? Where were the, where Sony. Were Sony, okay. Wow, Big sound Jeff, stage. that's so And it, it was like the actual, every last detail, the rugs, all the stuff on his Did desk. you take pictures? Did we have to take pictures? I took video. A video? Oh, wow, okay. That's and, incredible. Uh, and I was just saying, this is great. I get to visit the Nixon White House. <laughs> you know, the cabinet room, everything, exactly, wow. to scale. Same materials, and then... 
nice Oliver Stone let me hang out there for a couple of hours, and then they struck it. But I thought it was the nicest thing. That I've ever is the there. nicest thing, and and I mean, you What's know, the video they posted online. I, you know, unfortunately, I shot it with eight millimeter tape, and I don't, I haven't ever done this. I haven't scanned it in DVD. I should do or, that. Yeah, you totally should. That'd be awesome. Definitely do that. Yeah, you have to be a real like to love Nixon. You have to be a Watergate freak, and I'm a total Watergate freak. Yeah. So that's why one of the reasons I love the movie. But I just think it's a perfect film. And I was also lucky enough to visit the 13 days JFK White House courtesy of Roger Donaldson and that was out in Glendale and they did the same thing God. wow the Kennedy White House you know that's Again, amazing the whole, you know, great. Yeah. Wow. same uh, rugs everything exactly the same that's a trip Recreated. that is a trip God yeah the Nixon White House was surreal because it had all that surveillance all over it yeah, <laughs> it's recording everything. I was just saying, this is the closest I'm ever going to get. I mean, since I am here, so yeah, I'll never go to the real White House. Yeah. You, you expect to ever be invited? I've been there. I was there. I've oh. been there too. Yeah. When, when I was, uh, <laughs> I did a tour. This is the West Wing. Yes, yes. The working I was in the cabinet room. Okay. Well, under what? Uh, Back when Gerald Ford was president, I was editor of the campus newspaper at Notre Dame. That's how old I am. <laughs> and they flew all of the. Uh, College newspaper editors to to uh, Washington on the pretense that Health and Human HEW the office of HEW wanted our feedback of how they were doing sending us their press releases and we were all gathered around in the cabinet room and then gee the door flies open here comes Gerald Ford he just happens to sit down and talk with us and chats about Betty and the rest of it and then he took us into the Oval Office and walked us around there and then uh, put us on a bus and sent us home but I I was put on the FBI list that year because because we were in this bus going by the Washington Monument and the, C- and the FBI, CIA, whoever they were, were with us, all these big security goons, right, standing up and down the aisle. And I said to this kid sitting next to me as we passed the Washington Monument, I said, do you see that, uh, the, the monument to our founding father? I said, do you ever see the, the Martha Washington Monument? It's a shaft 400 feet deep. <laughs> and they stopped the bus and they were yelling at me and all this. they took my name down. I hope there's a federal file on me. So. I'm sure well, I'm probably <laughs> That's so great. I love it. That's good. Very good joke. You can have it. I did not steal it from Conan O'Brien or anyone else. Yeah. Sorry, I have any good stories about the White House or anything like that. Sorry. I have one good one. We went with Emma's fifth grade class to Washington. We visited the White House. And I actually, they were so strict about security that they, I had to throw away my purse. Oh, wow. literally throw it away. Because I even had t- taken out everything. I just had the purse with money. Couldn't even bring a bag in there, not a bag. So huh. it, it um, we got our White House tour, and then we were walking around Washington, and we saw these Secret Service guys standing on the corner with her whole, Emma's whole class. And... We were like, oh, I wonder who's in that office. We'll just wait. We, we'll just wait a few minutes, and then we were like, well, are they coming out? And we waited and waited, and all of a sudden, out comes all these like armed guards. And Joe Biden came out of this building, and he saw us standing across the street. And he walked across the street, and he went around the car, and he came over, and he just like started shaking hands of all the fifth graders from Emma's class, and they were screaming. These girls were like, you know, uh, like... The regular White House tour takes you on the first and second floors. Is that how would you get to see? Yeah. Well, just, just the main house, correct? Yeah, the usual. It's funny because it all looks so small compared to what you think it's going to be. Small. Yeah. It feels small. It feels small. Everything does. But the paintings are really cool. I mean, it feels like you're in a museum. It, doesn't, it is a museum. It doesn't feel like a house. But, of course, the... The daughters, you know, bedrooms were upstairs. Yeah. We didn't see those, but 
we saw him from outside. It was neat. It was cool to go. It was I always tell us that the year. family residence was on the third floor that you don't really see. That not true? We didn't see the family Correct. residence. Yes, you don't see that. This is the third floor. Yeah. No, but we, we saw it from outside. Okay. But um, but it was Obama's first year, so it was pretty cool. It was great. So in the in the course of it, anything before we sign off, any surprises that have occurred to you since we began kicking that around and something pop up that you wanted to mention? The team at the Globes, right? Huh? Or just the whole race? The Golden Globes or the race? The, the Globes. The Globes. I think I said all the ones I thought. I thought Evan. Hugo was the one right with me when I thought Evan. So you think Spiel, Steven Spielberg is going to blow it with Lincoln next year? And he's uh, <laughs> yeah, but it's Daniel Day Lewis. That's my prediction right here. He's got to win. Yes, Lord. No, he's no? The, he screwed up nine. He's he's not Lincoln. Daniel Day Lewis doesn't have the warmth. The Low. He didn't have it of Guido in nine. He doesn't have it from. What is oh, God, Spielberg? Yeah. If you're listening to me, turn back now. Get a different actor in what about there. Guido? Really? It's too, too late. Horrible. It's too late. It's too late to have another actor. You know, shot. You can't turn on that quiet kind of. He doesn't have the warmth, the glow, Illinois, the Lincoln, the rail splitter. Right? Okay. Why so he should have stuck with Liam. Oh, just because he kind of looks like a vaguely. It's, it's worse casting. It's terrible. I don't know why you wouldn't pick someone. But it's First a slam dunk to be nominated, and everybody there is. Well, you know, wait, 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 wait till Daniel right. Day-Lewis screws up that, and we'll yeah. be like he screwed up nine. Well, that wasn't his type of thing. Uh, by, uh, I know. I disagree, Tom. I disagree, Tom. I, I've, I've, pretty, I've, caught, I've confidence. I, I think yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis will make that movie. Regardless of Spielberg messing it up, because Spielberg's movie would be one I think Daniel Day-Lewis will make that movie better, personally. Yeah, see, every night, see, see, I, 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 mean, I sound like a Spielberg hater, but he has it in him. Friendly. Every yeah. six or seven or eight years, he pulls back and says, "I'm going to, I'm going to restrain myself and do it a little bit differently." Now, maybe because of the, the Daniel Day Lewis influence, because he's got a presumably high grade uh, Tony Kushner script, that this might be a different uh, thing. I think, I think so. Maybe. I, th- I, think as, I think as long as he doesn't go all war horse on it, he'll be fine. <laughs> if he doesn't hire poor old Richard Curtis yeah. to write it. Yeah. By the way, I was curious. What, if you guys have a movie for 2012, you think you're gonna, it's going to be like the the front runner? Do you guys have anything picked yet? Have you guys looked at any of the movies yet? I've got a whole list that I put together, and I, yeah. I all I can think of is Lincoln right now. I know, I know that that's it's always one you never one. see coming. I know, and who would have thought this was coming? I was wondering, you guys, you guys were Can. You saw the artist Can, right? When you were Can, was there anyone walking out of there that theater saying this is the best movie I've ever seen? And that was this nope. like movie. Oh no, but, but they but were there saying was it was pretty, pretty, insane pretty amount of great. Enthusiasm yeah. for it was enthusiasm when, for when it. Okay. The, a lot of enthusiasm. In the movie, when the, the sound bursts through, like oh, right, when, right. Yeah. I mean, you could hear an audible gasp. That's how intense it was because we knew nothing about it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I mean, and when I think about that and how clever he is with sound, I mean, you just smile all the way through that movie. You can't believe someone is that clever with the story and. I mean, that's why I won't be too bummed out if it wins. I'll be bored out of my tears, you know, bored to yeah. tears, bored out of my mind. But, you know, how can you really complain? I was speaking, by the way, to the uh, composer of the artist's score, and we were talking briefly. Uh, uh, I know I, my natural question is, what do you think about Kim Novak's uh, big uh, explosion about the six minutes of, of what he, his, his name, he pronounced it, Bernard Hellmann. <laughs> music, yeah. And he says, uh, <laughs> you know, his English is not that great, but basically uh, it was a small little portion of the thing. But it's like 90 minutes that he composed, six minutes of Bail Nod Hellman. So uh, uh, I was just asking people, does anybody have a feeling about score, original score? I mean, I, again, Michael Dana's music for Moneyball is one of the most 
haunting, beautiful. Score. It's correct. Is there any feeling at all for any scores of any kind? I, I think I, I think oh, Hugo. I think either or, or, I think either artist or Hugo. I don't think Reznor will get it two years in a row. He might get nominated. I don't think he'll he won't win. win. No, he won't win. He might get nominated. Personally, I think yeah. it's the best. I mean, it's it takes scoring to a whole different level. However, I will say one thing about the artist is that usually the Academy disqualifies movies that have the, that kind of big sampling of another score. Oh. And I'm surprised that they didn't disqualify it. But that just yeah. shows you the power of the Weinstein Company. <laughs> right, wow. The awards race. I mean, right. they fucking own this shit. I, th- I think score could, could go for something, because a lot of times it goes for like a tone. A lot of goes for times for movies that are being honored anywhere else or wasn't honored, honored anywhere else. <laughs> Put it else. this way. If, if the artist wins, Producers Guild... If it wins SAG and if it wins the DGA, it's going to win everything at the Oscars. That means score. It's going to win everything. It's going to be a slumdog millionaire. When it won the SAG for Ensemble, we knew then that the fucking thing was going to sweep. Well, if it wins the SAG Ensemble, do you think uh, the Jardins definitely going to win? I think if it wins SAG Ensemble over the help, it's going to win everything. Wow. Wouldn't it be amazing if Dujardin won just for best being charming? There's no real performance there. He's just charming. He's charming. I don't know. I don't know. I have a hard time in the male category because I don't look at those five actors and think there's one towering performance that stands out. Michael Fassbender is the closest one I can come to as one that really stands out. I mean, Clooney and Pitt, they're great, but they're kind of playing themselves, you know. Clooney a little bit more than Pitt, but, I mean, Clooney does a little more than Pitt. Like, he, he, he reaches down, and he's doing something that, you know, usually his performances are so snarky. But in this, he did really remove the snark, and he did get to the heart of sincerity yes, he did. in some of those scenes. That's why and, it's there. And Brad Pitt is wonderful, mm-hmm. you know, as Billy Bean. Incredible. I love Moneyball. It's one of the best movies of the year by far. But I can't make the argument that Dujardin doesn't deserve it. I can't. Because it's fine. He's a great choice, you know. It's just like the artist. Like, it's a fine choice. It's not going to, like, blow the lid off the joint if they give it best picture. It's not going to be like if Social Network had won. It's just oh, kind of a safe, typical... I mean, it's funny to be saying that about a silent black know, and white movie. I know. Because <laughs> you know, it's, it's not safe. It's not safe. Yeah, yeah. But... I know what you mean. It's a brave choice. It would be probably one of the first foreign films to ever win Best Picture. Because it's foreign. These guys yeah. are French. They don't speak French. Life is Beautiful. Life is Beautiful Window. No, it didn't win Best no. Picture. It won, but he won. Benini won, right? Benini won. Actor, As right? Sasha has pointed out, when this film played at Cannes, there was no... This was a French film. It that is a French film. Yeah. All up and down. Money, producers, everything. It's a French movie about American film, and Hugo is an American film French. about French. I know, yeah. It's just was funny. I, I, I pointed that out both to Michelle and to uh, John and all them, and they were like, oh, we know, we know the other movie we're making. And, and to, and to uh, Graham King, who produced uh, Hugo, and they were like, we had no idea they were doing this. But you know what I love about <laughs> the artist people, is, as opposed to the King speech people, is that the artist people are so humble and so funny and so yeah. smart and so, like, they don't even agree with the accolades they're getting. It just happens to tap this. To the artist is getting successful things. not because it's an Oscar movie, but because it's a good movie. That's why it's winning all these awards. It's different from... I think, it taps into, I think it taps into the same thing as King's Speech, where it's not like... It's like a movie that you can enjoy, and it's not a movie that you go in and say... You either like it or love it, but you, you can't go in and say, oh, that's the worst movie I've ever seen. You can't. Most yeah, people yeah. are just like, that was cute. Yeah, because yeah. it's innocuous. They're both innocuous I mean, movies. Yeah. That, like, are, For are, me, are, personally... Are not divisive. I loved it because of all this, the references to cinema, like Citizen Kane. Right. 
and the musicals that I loved so much as a kid and um, everything about the artist I love. I cannot criticize it because I just think it's so brilliant. <laughs> so I don't really necessarily want it to win Best Picture as I stated because I would like for an American movie to win, right. an American director. But maybe, maybe next year. Steven Spielberg Lincoln. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I cannot uh, tell. I, I don't see American movie. American movie. It's true. <laughs> this is a movie. I've said this so many times. I'm getting sick of myself. You're saying it, but it has no... Nothing on its own. Nothing that it came up with on its own. It's all about reflections of previous films and previous plots. Absolutely. I don't see what, why can you give, just give that a pass and say it doesn't matter. It's still well, likable, really... I look at it like Andy Warhol's work. Um, you know, did you think Andy Warhol's work was brilliant? Yeah. Well, yeah, kind of. But it referenced and commented on previous works of art. Or not even works of art, but mundane. I became a Hazen of Vicious fan when I saw his OSS, James Bond. Those were really cool. I said, this guy, nobody paid any attention to them. I saw the Seattle Film Festival. You've seen. I've, I've seen both. Of them. I like the first. I like the first one better than the second one. The first one was good. The second one was a little bit more of the same. But yeah. I, I have a question. Just change the shows. But if, Jeff, what movie would you be happy if it won Best Picture? Uh, the movies that are kind of in the running. Because I, I know I know what movies you like. Would be happy. Moneyball would be Moneyball. Yeah. Moneyball won Best Picture. Should be happy. Any other movie that you'd be happy? Descendants. Descendants. Okay. Those two movies sure. would be happy. Okay. Okay, so you're, you're not going to be happy. Don't, don't watch Oscar Night. And if, if Tree of Life were to win. If Tree of <laughs> Life is not going to win. Tree of Life is not going to win. I know it's not, either. but if it were to win, Those I would say, okay, I get it. I'm Those so sad to see that Moneyball and Descendants don't have any buzz at all. Like, if just, Hugo were to yeah. win, I would at least be able to say, okay, I, I get that. I would love for Hugo to win, you know, but the money thing is going to prevent yeah. it from winning. Yeah. Because it's not a movie everybody loves. Yeah. Unfortunately, none of the movies I would be, I'd be happy. The only movie I'd be happy with one is something like Drive because it's just so crazy that I would just love to see something go completely crazy. I don't get this, the this internet's that, yeah. obsession yeah. with Drive at all. Everyone I talk, every single person I've talked to, either uh, a filmmaker, actor, I've talked to so many people who drive that were completely blown away by Drive, and I'm just shocked how, that more people aren't. Well, I mean, I, I was kind of blown away by it, but then I saw all these other movies that were better. Yeah, but I'm just shocked by that. I'm just shocked that the people aren't realizing that so many people just think that's the movie they love this year. That was a movie that just completely. Way and well, the Critics' Choice broadcast film critics well, loved it. If some <laughs> virus ran, everybody, everybody's bloodstream, and all of a sudden Drive became it, I would be totally understand it. I would be delighted. I would be amazed. But I wouldn't feel the way I do about the artist winning. I would. I, I just feel deflated, and I just don't know what's wrong. Oh, Joe. Oh. Oh. That's, that's probably a good way to end this. <laughs> I think you have to get used to it, Jeff. This is how you felt 12 months ago with the King's speech. I remember the same yeah. conversation. But the artist is so much better than the King's speech, I think. I mean, it's just a great I actually thing. kind of like the King's speech a little better than the artist. No. I, I oh, like the artist, yeah. but I think I need to do a little bit better. I, 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 what it is. Exactly it the same. I think they're both the same. I know it's calculated. I know that it was it made to be. To me, it's a know. real low point that we care that but, much about a fucking uh, king in 1930s England. Why would we care about that? Why is that an important story to tell? You know, fucking social network. That was, yeah. <laughs> that was a movie. That was a great yeah. movie. King's Speech looks like a terrible winner only a year after the Oscars. In five years, it's going to look way worse. It doesn't feel as strong. I'll, I'll give you that. It feels like I have no desire to see it again, ever. And I've got me either. You know, it's on HBO. I can watch over. Yeah, I felt that way about Chicago, and I'm still I'm, I'm still there about Chicago. That's like ten years later. I still don't understand, I still don't understand Chicago. That. I Chicago either. is like <laughs> it's like it's, it's like the artist. Chicago is like the artist. I guess so. I, I didn't even like Chicago, and I liked the artist. I didn't like Chicago at all. I didn't like, get I, that whole Chicago thing. Yeah. Either. That was Harvey. It was Harvey again. 
It's all Harvey. That's it's what it Harvey's, is. <laughs> and Harvey Weinstein, they're, they're, they're the champions of promoting mediocre movies <laughs> that oh. win Oscars but don't stand the test of time. Yeah. Look at Shuckle Live. <laughs> oh, <laughs> do you yeah. remember Shuckle Live? Yeah. Yeah. Cider House Rules. Yeah. Uh, should we do the Weinstein Parade? You ready? Yeah. Goodwill wow. Hunting. <laughs> Well, that Final actually, I, I would, I would hold on. Get Goodwill Hunting. I, I recall, I saw that again about two, three years ago. That's still a pretty good film. Nobody talks about it. Nobody cares about well, okay. it. Those well, movies are never going to be any But I, I respected it when story. I saw it. Again. I said, okay, I, I see. I know, but but here, to me, Weinstein wins me over when he champions Inglorious Bastards, like yeah, he that did. That was a real movie. Um, right. And when he championed Gangs of New York and said, "I'm going to win Martin Scorsese the Oscar." Yeah. You know, I just think then it went zero for twelve or whatever. You got to give the guy credit. He goes for it. You know. You know when they do a history of Martin Scorsese's uh, life when, when at the end, uh, they're going to see Gang of New York as one of the low points in his uh, his career. It's not though. I rewatched it. Fact. Let me just say. I rewatched the game last night, David Fincher. Oh, and that great. movie is so good. The game is great. I that like that it blows away every movie that was made this year. <laughs> Movies have gotten so bad. So bad that the game seems like a fucking great movie compared. Back when the game first came out, yeah. everybody thought it was kind of a bad movie. I didn't well, they just thought it was I a good it. I've always loved the game. Did you ever, by the way, uh, speaking of Fincher, did you happen to ever listen to the uh, dot commentary chat that he did with Robert Town on the Chinatown DVD that came out. No, two years ago. I didn't, but I know they're friends. They're good friends. That's something I really am looking forward to. The, the, they're bringing out uh, a new uh, Chinatown Blu ray in April, and it has that on it. I'd like to listen to that. Oh, I can't wait to hear that. Yeah, now Chinatown, now there's a movie. They don't make them like that anymore, not even close. There's not even one movie that is good enough to like be the, you know, I don't know. What's, the, what's the last really weak year compared to? This is a weak year. This what was the last year that seemed to really just didn't have the just one of those years, you know? Slumdog when was that millionaire? last for you? Oh I no, I disagree. I, I don't like. I like. I, like I, th- I think. I, I feel like that year I liked a lot of the movies that, that were nominated. What, what, was, what was nominated this is, that year? This is a really. A what was bad nominated that year? year. So we had Slumdog. What was nominated Slumdog Millionaire? I know Benjamin Button was one of them. Oh, and I love that movie. I, mean, I should be a fan of that movie too. So I did too, but I, I, I didn't feel like the problem with this year is yeah, last year was so strong that. This year feels really weak by comparison because there were such yeah. great movies last year, and we don't have a social network this year. We don't yeah, have true. a yeah, black swan. I, 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 I agree. I absolutely agree on that. Actually, that's. I feel like those movies. They, 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 there's a lot of support for Tree of Light, but like not everyone loves that movie. It's just sort of like the critics. Because of the it. ending, they go to heaven. Yeah. yeah. The whole thing. It's boring. <laughs> black Swan was a movie. That was a black real. Black Swan was a movie. Social network was a real movie. I know. Those were movies. Movies for the ages. And the Oscar goes to. <laughs> who has, who On has, that note, that's where you should cut it right there. <laughs> but who, who has who has a movie out this year? Like, what great director has a movie out this year that like Scorsese is not going to have a movie out this year? Okay, so, yeah. don't don't bash me. Clint Eastwood doesn't have a movie. He's not have a movie at all this year. So don't bash me. Not secret, but he's not. He's out of the loop completely. What what great director has a movie out this year? Woody Allen will have another movie, but maybe it won't be as good as. Woody Allen will have one. He'll have a movie for sure. Um, it can. Boy, it's cold. Fincher's I coming Fincher, out. Fincher with, might not have one. Fincher's I think his is 2013. 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea will be 2013. Oh, yeah. That's not going to be ready. But that's not, that's not going to be an Oscar movie. That's not, like, there's no way that's going to be an Oscar movie. Well, that's what everybody said about Dragon Tattoo. And look at no, that. no. But that's, that's 20,000 Leagues is a Disney, a Disney yeah, yeah. Fincher movie. Okay, that's, not gonna be, that's not going to be it. Fine, fine, fine. Um, 
what are the great directors have me out here this year? Tom Cooper, oh, Les Mis. Oh, Paul Thomas Anderson. Is oh, he, he has what? The Masters going to come out this year, right? Yep. Ooh, I go. can't wait for that. That, might, that, that might be one. That might be <laughs> Not one. even a big fan of Paul Thomas Anderson. I am now looking forward to his movie because please give me a good movie, somebody. <laughs> yeah, that's that, okay. Paul Thomas Anderson. That might that might be the one which, which we got we've been talking about. I guess. Who's in that? Philip Seymour Hoffman. They've been relentless, yeah, in Joaquin Phoenix. They're relentless, relentless. It is not a Scientology movie. It's not a Scientology movie. And they're not going to ever get people to stop saying that. It's a Scientology movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know it is. I mean, write, write to me, Philip Seymour Hoffman, last September in Toronto. Nah, not even close. Nope, it's not. They try really hard to undo that kind of stuff, but you just can't. Yeah. Uh, genie's out of the bottle. But I, I don't know. We'll have to see how the Oscars go. I don't know what the future of Oscar is. It doesn't look too good right now. Yeah. Things look pretty bleak. Yeah. For both in terms of people... Like, somebody was just writing on Facebook about how nobody cares about the Oscar movies out there in the world. They just don't even care hardly about the race at all. Yeah. You know, like, the movies are so... Like, the help is going to be different because in, this year they really did depart from the critics and they're going more for popular films. Right. The Help is one, and if they go for Bridesmaids, Dragon well, Tattoo is certainly one. Uh, Midnight in Paris. Midnight in Paris. That, yeah. It's such a default thing whenever Milena Ritzik or anybody goes out and talks to people in Times Square or in the Grove. So what do you think about this Oscar contender? Are you guys, guys going to be watching right. the Oscars? What do you think? Are you all cranked up about it? They don't care. Eh. Yeah. This if is a really, not, this is art culture. It's a relatively, what, eight, ten thousand people, less, that really are into it. And the rest of the world is, well, they're into certain movies, obviously. Thank well, because this, the American you know, studio the system, like last year, they just don't, the Oscars aren't embracing the American studio. They're not helping to promote um, wonderful films that come out of the American studio system. They didn't last year, and they're not going to do it this year. So, I don't, that's why I mean, I don't know what the future of... I think the help is going in the right direction because they shouldn't listen to the inattentive online critical community. Not necessarily, not if they're going to get everything wrong like they did this year. Last year they were a little bit better. But if they're going to get everything wrong, then why should the Oscars, if the public isn't going to watch those movies or care about them, why should they honor those movies necessarily unless they're so good that they transcend? The, everybody believes, and, and I think they're entirely correct, that, that the really vital movies that matter to people, drive among them, uh, are discovered in that lead-up to, uh, uh, to Oscar time. And it's the, the, the fun of it is, uh, is that lead-up, is that season, you know. Where everybody gets the conversation online, everybody turns it over. And in what the Oscars say at the end, I don't think anybody... It's, it's fine to have it there. I'm glad it's there. I'm glad that the whole... Industry is all cranked up to, uh, you, know, it, you know, but I just, uh, what, what matters is the, um, the, the September to, to January. That's what I love about this thing. We have blamed everybody. What if it's our fault? <laughs> <laughs> what if it's so boring because we're not doing our job? Right. This is a possibility. It's, it's a possibility. Right. possibility. But the problem with us is that we have become too married to this idea that only critics can decide what a good movie is. That's our problem. I've never, I've never thought that, ever. I've never thought that, ever. I've never, even though I'm a critic myself, I've never agreed with the fact, that fact that the critics can decide what's a good Yeah, but you don't look at movies in terms of how, whether or not the public likes them or not. Oh, I, to I totally do. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, I, I, I take, I mean, I, I, I mean, I have my own opinions about what a good movie makes. I, I have a good, what makes a good movie. Um, I don't always agree with what critics say make a good movie. And, uh, but I do think that what, what, what people, if, if, if people, people go to see a movie and they enjoy it, 
that that to me, yeah, I think if people can go enjoy a movie, that's, that makes it a good movie. I think that's just, just as much important. Yeah, as, but as, <laughs> I don't know. But, but Tom is is onto something in that a lot of Hollywood does blame us. They think of us as pariahs and um, turning it into a sporting match. Like they they love yeah. to blame us for the poor quality. And in a way, yeah. turning it all into a competition has put people in the position of being these arbiters. Everybody. Thumbs up, thumbs down. It's a winner, it's a loser. And winner means, yes, it's going to go forward in the Oscars. Loser means they're never going to vote for it. Well, uh, 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 you know, give me a break. Who cares what the Academy thinks ultimately? Middling, you know, lowest common denominator (laughs) of people who are all over 50 and none of them out there living their real lives, you know, and so why do we why do we have to fumble towards them necessarily? Maybe we don't. You know, maybe we can look at it in a different way and look at the competition in a different. I mean, who cares what we think? Ultimately, it's just a game, right? But, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, we, we end this on a downer, complete downer. Have so much fun, and now we've ended it. Uh, last night, that Justin Henry is an Oscar voter. He made one movie. <laughs> Should we all jump over the ledge here? Now he's been voting on the Oscars ever since. We ended it on a downer. We have to end it on an upbeat note. I know, right? So let's do the Instagram. Okay, so it's been really fun hanging out, meeting you, Ed Douglas, from Coming Soon. Likewise. And the New York Film Critics Online and the Broadcast Film Critics, an actual voting member of. And Jeffrey Wells from Hollywood Elsewhere and the Broadcast Film Critics. Yeah. No, he didn't show up. He didn't show up for the awards. He didn't show up for the awards. No, he's he. I wouldn't show up either. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Tom O'Neill from GoldDerby.com, who refuses to join the broadcast film crew. Oh, you're not a member. I'm a man of principle. Oh, I thought you were in there. And taste. Oh, I thought you were in there. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't wear a scarf. And you don't write a scarf. And Tom, you don't write reviews either, so you're not really a critic. Right. So, so there you go. So. Who's a critic? Please. Yeah, I know. So, and then Sasha Stone, a member of the Alliance of Women Film Journalists Ooh, okay. Only, who also refuses to join the. Good for you. Two people with standards in this town. <laughs> Don't wear scarves. <laughs> what was your winner? What was the Alliance's big winner this year? What do you think? To be honest? I thought you were going to say the help. I vote for the artist. Okay. Uh, no, everybody loves your so artist. Can you do the... Um... You've been listening to Oscar Poker with Jeffrey Wells from HollywoodElsewhere.com, Sasha Stone from AwardsDaily.com, with special guests Ed Douglas from ComingSoon.net and Tom O'Neill from GoldDerby.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at Oscar Podcast, and we will be back next week with another episode. Thanks for listening.
It's fair.